Welcome to the dark forest Jackie and her pals will never bore us Shameless confessions about our obsessions Will make us laugh and smile So let's explore the dark forest And dork down for a Hey, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the Dork Forest. You know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com, FamilyPetAncestry.com. You're probably already there. Let's do the credits. Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song with his wife, Sarah, that you just heard. He's going to sing his version of the Mexican hat dance at the end of the program. Patrick Brady is going to fix this audio, and Vilmos works on JackieCation.com the website. There are many ways to support the show. The Amazon link is one. You can use an Amazon link from JackieCation.com or DorkForest.com to go to Amazon. You order like normal and it supports the show. There is a straight up donation button, PayPal or Venmo to this uh, email address that is mine, Jackie at JackieCation.com, where you can just donate to the show if you like the show a lot. I think PayPal has figured out a way to do a monthly. If you want to go monthly, please do. Other ways to support the show if you want to is you can buy merch. There's Dork Forest t-shirts and all the shirts are union made here in America. So they run a little big. Union Bayside. So if you want to look up their size chart. And then the other merch is my stand-up merch. On JackieCation.com, you can watch me do stand-up. You can look at my schedule and the stand-up merch, a couple of different t-shirts, couple of different enamel pins, and all my CDs and my DVD. If you want to live stream my DVD, it's over there at ComedyFilmNerds.com. They have a live streaming capability, or you can get a hard copy of the DVD on my website. Oh, there are premium episodes at Bandcamp. TheDorkForest.Bandcamp.com has probably 10 episodes that were done live. They cost me a couple of bucks to make, so I charge you a couple of bucks. If you've run out of regular episodes, go over to TheDorkForest.Bandcamp.com and get some more. Other than that, I say this. Let's get into the show. Hey. Hey. It's Jackie Cation, and I am in my hotel room uh, with Justin Herman in Kansas City, Missouri. Because we're in the Dork Forest, and Justin Herman, you live here. Yes. And you were like, hey, can I do a dork forest? And I said, yeah, yeah, attainable goal. Let's do it. So, but what I loved is that you were just in LA. Yes. Were you, what, were you there for a convention? No, I was there for work. Okay. Uh, my job has a location in Lenexa, which is right next to Overland Park. And it also has a location in Anaheim. And so I was in Anaheim this week. Which is right next to Disneyland. Yes, it is. Very exciting. So, by the way, Justin Herman, if you want to follow Justin Herman, is underscore J underscore Herman, but it's spelled Herman, H-E-R-R-M-A-N-N, with another underscore. It'll be in the notes. Okay, so Justin, let's talk about your first dorkdom. I love I love a list of dorkdoms, quite honestly, and you gave me a nice one. Heroescape. I've heard of it. I feel like I might have played it. I can't remember. What the hell is it? Heroescape. Okay. So it uh, was, in the past tense, it was a game put out by uh, Hasbro, and uh, I believe it was under their Milton Bradley brand originally. Okay. Um, and it was came out in 2004. Let me get And the, you have brought notes. I love it. I made notes. It's my favorite. Um, right. So released in 2004. Um, it had some popularity, and then they changed it over to Wizards of the Coast, distributing it. Oh, uh, okay. And that's when they came out with their Dungeons & Dragons-themed sets of course they did and uh <laughs> a lot of a lot of people in the heroescape community thought oh this is just uh this is just them trying to get people into dungeons and dragons and not into heroescape um 
But turns out you can play both games or oh, just one or the right. other. And is Heroescape more superhero oriented? It is. It does have superheroes. Um, they signed a license with Marvel and they put out a Marvel uh, little, oh. it's not really expansion, but it's kind of a uh, group of Marvel characters and some extra terrain pieces. And uh, they were going to put out another one of those. Um, and they displayed the figures that they were going to release at uh, the 2007 San Diego Comic-Con. Right. But they did not, for some reason, I don't know, due to lack of popularity or something, they did not release those ca- is, extra characters. So is Heroescape Heroes a tabletop um, pen and paper game, or is it a board game? It is, well... You, Initially. So it's not really a board game, but you do play it on a surface because you get to build your own uh, landscapes. So is it is it, are they do they sell tiles or are you using a hex map or are you using a, a plastic map that you're or pieces of paper? They sell tiles. They sell tiles. Yes, and there well, that's are that's kind of cool. There are companies that sell rollout mats that are just big, basically hex hex uh, sheet that you can put your tiles on because okay. some maps get very big and you don't want to have to use up your tile pieces for all that. Well, it kind of feels warhammery. Kind of, yes. Yeah? Because it's fiddle, like fiddle and diddle. And there's, so they sell the tiles. Mm-hmm. They sell the, the is there like Heroescape books, like D&D books? Um, there are rule books, but they're much smaller than D&D books. Well, thank God. Because yeah. <laughs> uh, as much as I love D&D, the swallowing of the books is a, is a, is an issue. Yes. Um, but they, do, have they broken it down into like game rule books, uh, storyline kind of things, and then like book of monsters to tell you who you're fighting. Well, they have um, basically they put out uh, the first master set and they put out a second master set, and they both basically have the same rules as like you go around the table and each person has their turn and each character moves and then they attack. Um, okay. And they have I brought resources here. Oh, thank God. Um, <laughs> Uh, I, I, you know, I know it's an audio program, but I genuinely need. <laughs> okay, so these tiles, those are the tiles. These are the character cards. They're character cards. So each character is pre-built with all their stats. Oh, you don't make the character. Nope. Can you adjust the character? Uh, no. not particularly. No. Okay. There are some characters that, if you, um, they have hit points. Like, right. Like this is the. This is the character card for Red Skull, and it says, uh-huh. and it says uh, up here that Red Skull has five life. Okay, and so that's his his hit points. So right. you can hit him five times. Okay, and you put little markers on the card for every time you hit him. Yeah, and so he can, you know, he can do whatever until he's hit five times. Right, right, and then he's removed from the removed from the game. Oh, and now are you dealt out a hand of cur- characters? So. There is a point value at yeah. the bottom. So each each character has a different number of points. Right. More powerful characters cost more points. So at the beginning of a game, uh, you decide, okay, I'm gonna we're gonna play 500 points each, or a thousand points each, okay. or however many points you want. And then you go through and you pick. Well, I'm gonna k- pick this character, and then uh, somebody else picks some other card, and. You just hope that they don't pick the card that you want. And oh, so because you, you go around and yeah. everybody picks a character in order kind of thing. Everyone gets like the first choice, yeah, everybody, second choice, third choice. Yeah, everybody gets one and at a time. And are you picking from the same stack? Um, you can 
or because these are clearly your cards. Yes. But does everybody have their own set of, set of cards? People can bring their own their own cards and their own uh, characters if they yeah. want. Uh, a lot of times, um, as you can see that from this your bag of stuff, bag of stuff, yeah. it's a big it's a big lot of stuff that you would have to carry with you. So a lot of times, it's just whoever's hosting the game has all the. It has, has all the pieces. Yeah. And then so you're like, all right, well, and, and you don't do it randomly. You can go through the cards and pick a character. Right. Right. Oh, that's cool. So let's see. Here are all the Marvel characters. Okay. Is this all that there are possible? Like the ones that have been released or are there a, a, a boat ton more? So the ones that have been released are uh, Captain America, Red Skull, Silver Surfer, Thanos, Hulk, Abomination, Spider-Man, Venom. Iron Man and Doctor Doom. What a weird eclectic dis- decision. <laughs> yes. <laughs> of... So, so this uh, that group of characters was released in 2007. Okay. Which was before the MCU existed. So, right, because didn't the movie start coming out in 2008? Um, let's see. Iron Man. No, yes. 2000. Yes, Iron Man was released in 08. Okay. And then Hulk was uh, later on 08. Iron Man 2 was released in 2010. Right. And then. You know, because the we're others. the whole 10 years, 22 movies, this type of thing. Yes. So 2007, they released these, and they just are sort of, well, these are the ones everyone's going to want to play. So I don't know if the Ang Lee Hulk movie had oh, come right. out. Um, you don't want to make me Ang Lee. <laughs> Remember that joke? <laughs> Have you heard that joke? That is new. A, that is a, Stuart Lee is a British comedian, uh-huh. and uh, and he has a very, very slow play joke where he's, because he had to interview Ang Lee, uh-huh. and he said, you know, before we before we start the interview, I just want to say, don't make me Ang Lee, because you wouldn't like me when I'm Ang Lee. And Ang Lee said... <laughs> What what do you mean? And uh, and it's the longest because Stuart Lee loves a slow play, silent joke. He's a British uh-huh. comic. Everyone should look into it because uh, he's one of my very favorite comics of all fucking time. He is essentially if Andy Kindler and Bill Hicks were one person. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, which is amazing. So yeah, I don't. So I think the Ang Lee one. This wasn't. I don't think the Norton one was Ang Lee, was it? No, the Norton one was, uh, that was the one in 08. That's yeah. right. Okay. So Ang, Ang Lee had come out earlier and it was pretty bad. Yeah. Uh, I, did, I did see that one. Yeah, I the, saw that one. The comic book transitions between scenes and yeah. all that stuff. They did what they could. I yeah. mean, every, you know, they, you know how they, uh, superhero fatigue, uh-huh. uh, superhero movie, wh- whatever. They, they're saying that people are tired and you're like, no, no, they're just tired of shitty <laughs> I just can't watch another Phoenix Rising. Now, are you going to um, see they're going to re-release Endgame? They did re-release it with an extra forty-five minutes. And are you going to see wanna, it? I are you? I want to, but I, I also do. don't want to sit through another forty-five. Well, I would, but I'm going to buy it. I would like them to beat the Avatar record of longest true. movie in the world of most most box office money. Oh, because they're of uh, Endgame is. Like two point seven five billion, right? And Avatar is two point seven eight. I think hilarious. That might <laughs> yes. be why they did it. It's, that is uh, exactly yes. And I have to say that I liked Avatar when it came out. Yes. But when you look back on Avatar, you're like, 
No, it was just it was just okay. It's just a special effects right. movie. I had a guy, uh, I, that guy that I just went on the, the, I went on the road, I did Eastern Europe, and the guy that ran it, a guy named Vargas Mason, we're sitting in the car and he goes, five favorite movies of all time. I'll go first, Avatar. And for the following three weeks, <laughs> this is day one, the next three weeks we were like, are you kidding me? We're uh-huh. like still shocked three weeks later that Avatar is in his top favorite of all time. Yeah. Like, no, man. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a perfectly good movie, but no. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I did. I want to say I did appreciate the endgame spoiler episode of The Dwarf Force with you and Andy. Oh, there you good. go. We're going to Right, we're going to go see uh Spider-Man and do that one as well. Uh-huh. Because uh people really liked it. Yeah. Uh even though I usually do the comedy film nerd spoiler. Okay. But the, it's not guaranteed. They don't always ask me. <laughs> and you know what? I really like it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and it turns out I have a dorky podcast, so and I you can have do to it. Get it out somehow. I can get it out. It'll yes. be fine. Okay. Yes. So now I've weeded off from the world of Heroescape. Yes. These are the character cards. Right. What do the tiles look like? So these are sort of they're they're giant sort of hex looking car they look like um Right. They are Atoms. They are, uh, the technical name would be a truncated, stellated hexagon. Well, so that's it would, definitely. It would look like a six-pointed star, but they chop off the points, and right. so they look sort of like six-pointed gears or something. Yeah. So, yeah. so what you can do when you're laying out all your cards is you can fit them into each other and sort of... Oh, because how many characters does each person get? Well, it depends or is that on, arbitrary? It depends on the points. So okay. usually it's, I don't know, five or six character cards. And some of them, uh, you can see in, uh, in the corner there, there is uh, a little red uh, silhouette of the character. Yeah. And the red means uh, you can hit the character there. The, uh, there's a little sort of beige dot yeah. on the face. And that is if you want to get really specific and say... Well, my character has to be able to see your character like line of sight. Ah. Then you get out the laser pointer or whatever and you get (laughs) where your character's eyes are and you see if you can see the other guy or if the other guy's hiding behind a tree or behind a rock or... So this is physically, you've set up your hex back of your team, essentially, right? Yes. And somebody else has that and they're like, "Mm, are you in line of sight? Yes. On the table? Yes. Interesting. So, because it's on hexes, you don't have to break out a ruler and like measure like yeah. I've seen with like Warhammer. Warhammer. Yeah. Um, so you there's a a range which uh, the range statistic says is it a ranged character or is it a melee character? Okay. So melee characters have to get right up next to the guy they're attacking to attack. Right. And uh, ranged or, attack means from a distance. Yes, you have to be that many spaces or closer to do your ranged attack. Did you? Break into song in your head? <laughs> From a distance. <laughs> no? Okay, I did. Okay, but the uh, this is great. And so and that's what the uh, and they're and they're big too. They're like the size of they're good character card sizes. Yes. And they're two sided. Yes. And so the uh, the one the side with less words and less stuff is yeah. the basic they they've got two two styles of play. You can do the oh. basic game or you can do the like ad- advanced the advanced you know, you're a real nerd. You yeah, play, yeah. You play. You, you know what the heck you're doing. Yes. All right. So I've never played the basic game. I've always played. All right. The you're, you're attached to. Turns out you're playing with people who don't want to screw around with the basic game. Yes. So. All right. Let me show you what the tiles look like. Oh, wow! All right, it's so. like a it's like a train. It's 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 like setting up your 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 train terrain. Yes. So yeah. these are all 
two two space tiles. They make them uh, one. They make one single hex tiles also. Um, they make seven hex, and they make even larger than that. But these are just representative samples. Look at the investment into so, this particular game. Yeah. So they've got they have interlocking edges. Yeah, they do. So that you slide them. Oh, you slide it and connect them so that, they, so that they don't all fall apart. Right. As soon as you bump the table. Yeah. So good you, for them. So before you start the game, um, you get to make your map. And you want to do it before people come over because it's kind of a waste of time to have people just sitting watching. Oh, you it's a clock them. eater. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, it it clearly has different terrain. Yes. There's uh, there's obviously green. There's gray. There's more gray. There's cobblestone. There's white. Yes. There's uh, beige and there's brown. What are they all? Okay, so the green is just general grassy right. land. Uh, the cobblestone is a tile set they released when they they put out a castle, and oh. so you can build a castle with <laughs> cool. walls um, to have a battle around. Yes, and they have uh, what are they called? Little battlements yeah. that you can uh, put your character on, and you can see down to the guys below. And when one character is above another character, they get height advantage, which means they roll extra attack dice because they have height advantage. Excellent, but now. I know from reading historical fiction, uh, and when I say historical, we're talking sword and sorcery fantasy. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, still valid. Still valid still because counts. they try to they try to do some research because when you shoot downhill, uh-huh. you you have to adjust for the fact that you're shooting downhill or uphill. Do they yes. have to do that, uh, or do you no. just get the advantage because you're up high and? Yeah, you yeah. just yeah, you just get the advantage because you're up high. And you know what? I appreciate that because there's a certain amount of fiddle and diddle. You know how like sometimes people will play in video games or in D and D where they're like, "Do you have a rope?" And I was like, "Well, I would have a rope." You're like, mm, "If it's not in your backpack, yeah. you didn't bring a rope." You're like, yeah. "Screw you!" And uh, <laughs> or like you like I played a video game once where you had to eat. Uh-huh. And like, and your shoes would wear out, <laughs> and uh-huh. you're like, no, no. Uh, that's game. like that's like a, a reality simulation game, right? And I don't I, need to play the Oregon Trail yeah. of D and D. I just want part of the fun of games is that you don't have to worry about all that stuff. <laughs> exactly. Um, and it's so so. Heroescape is to quote uh, the term. It's not that crunchy. Ah, um, there you go, crunchy. So, <laughs> so that is uh, one of one of the dorks on your uh, podcast described an RPG as crunchy or smooth, depending on how much little detail stuff right. had to be taken care of. Um, so uh, cobblestones, okay. grass. This is lava field tile. Okay, because it's red with gray. Yes, and so the gray is sort of cooling lava that Got you can it. stand on. Uh, you don't want to stay on it. You can walk across it and get over to the other Keep side, moving. wherever you're going. But if you stand on it and you stay on it, at the end of the round, you take uh, you roll for damage. Okay. So for characters with just one life, you roll for damage and they just might die. Right. If, they, if they're standing on lava field. Right. Um, there are so these are like full height tiles. There are half height tiles, which I didn't bring any examples oh, okay. of. That there's water. Uh, there are uh, oh, okay. There are lava tiles, which are like shiny half half height, which most characters will die instantly if you walk into lava. Can you jump over them um, if you have that power? Most characters don't jump. There if, are characters with wings, right? There's flight, I suppose. Yes, there's flight. So one of the one of the topics is that um, the winged characters technically don't fly, 
because you can't just start moving and go, you know, one or two hex hexagonal spaces and then stay floating. You have to actually take off from a space and you have to land on a space. Uh -huh. So it's technically hopping. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not really <laughs> Which flying. Which doesn't feel super here heroic. Yeah. But, okay, so what... Um Wait, I'm going to let you go finish the... So, okay, so this is uh, lava field tile. This is, uh, I guess, dry grass okay. or, or sand. Right. Uh, this is pavement. This this tile... Oh, like in-town pavement? Yes. So this was released with the Marvel characters. Ah. And they have this kind of tile, and they have uh, building pieces that are sort of dilapidated buildings that you can attack and... And, uh, and hide think, around? Or I think there's some that break away. Rubble? Uh, yes. And so, uh, let's see, this is like rocky ground or stone, and this is snow. And snow, uh, you take two steps to move through one space of, of Oh, it snow. just slows you down? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Now, here's my, my, here's my next map question. Yes. So you set this up before people show up. Yes. Is there... Ideally, if you're my brother, you wait for me to show up, and then you get me to do it, <laughs> because my brother doesn't like making maps. He doesn't like... So <laughs> when, when you make the map, though, is it randomized? Uh, no, you can choose... Uh, if you, if you want to sort of fly by the seat of your pants, you can choose to make it whatever you want to make it. There are also software programs that let you design maps ahead of time and print them out, and then you can follow the, the pattern okay. of what the map... And are, are, are you writing the stories, or is there mods? Are there module stories that have already, adventures that are already written? Um, usually it's just uh, build a map, get your characters together, and then you just fight until one guy wins and the other guys, all the guys are dead. Oh, it's just a versus game yes. then. Oh, that's awesome. Yes. There's, there's no... So if you just want to fight, you can just fight. Interesting, because uh, sometimes, and this is not... Not always, but sometimes when I play D&D, it'll be what I like to call a political episode. <laughs> and I hate a political episode. Not uh -huh. always, but usually. Uh -huh. uh, where we're standing in front of the Goblin King, and the person with the most diplomatic and charismatic, um, and they're talking, and they're we're deciding. And I was like, can I punch him? At, the, at what point do I get to shoot him with my bow Let me roll for <laughs> negotiations. Okay, and that's my next question, actually, is uh, what kind of dice are you using? Okay, so um, let's see here. Let's see. Is it usually a so, D6? or? So they have specialized... Oh, they make dice. Of course they do, because there's it's a cash cow. Right, so it's mostly with D6s. Okay, So uh, they have different symbols on them. Yes, so the original first run of the Master Set had uh, blue dice uh, with shields on them, and they had red dice with skulls on them. Oh, okay. And so if you wanted to attack, you use the red dice. If you wanted to defend against an attack, you use the blue dice. Ah, very risk. Um, but then they decided, well, we've got basically twice as many dice as we need because the red dice have three skulls, Yeah. and the blue dice only have two shields, so we can just combine them into a white die with two shields and three skulls. And one blank. Right. One blank because it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. So what do you, so how does it So if uh So you do you both roll like five die? So like if I Well it depends on the character sheet. Oh fair enough. So uh Yeah, yeah. Let's uh So Silver Surfer. Attack six, defense ten. So, uh, if you wanted to attack, you would take six okay. dice. One, two, three, four, five, six. Yep. So, you, so you, then you roll all okay. your six dice. 
And then I look at how many skulls and how many shields. Because you're attacking, you only care about the skulls. Oh, fair enough. Right. Uh, so I got four four skulls, two shields. Right. So four skulls. Four skulls means you got to beat four skulls. Right. So you got four skulls. Now I have, this is ten. Yeah. Ten oh, defense. Ten defense. So you have to attack first. Yep. And you count up the skulls. And then I defend if I'm... If it's like Silver Surfer versus Silver Surfer somehow. Right. Uh, I <laughs> roll for defense. Yep. And then I count up. So these skulls do not matter for my defense. That right. skulls, those skulls don't matter. Gosh, that's a good attack roll. Yeah. Uh, that one's a blank. So these two came up shields. You got two shields against my four skulls. Right. So you have two. Overall, you have two attacks. That got through. That got through to me. Your defense. So if I have hit points, then I put two little... Uh, hit point markers on my card. So okay. I would take... And are hit points your life points yes. that are on this card? Yes. Okay. So I would I would take two of these and put them on the card. And if that uh, equals whatever hit points were, hits that were are, there before or um, exceeds the, the, the hit point number, then my character is dead. Okay. But as it is, Silver Surfer and, has six. Right. So, so you can take six hits. You can take six hits. But at when you take six hits, essentially you take him out of your uh, character field because he retreats and it's dead off. He's, right? He's, he's dead. He's right. Yeah. All right. So that guy's done. Yeah. That guy's dead so you take, off. you take him off the map. You take the card away. He's, okay. he's done. Even, and his character goes off the... Yes. And now... Yeah. Yes. This is this actually looks really fun. Yes, um, it is. What is it? It turns out you enjoy it, Justin. Turns out Norman. I did not uh, waste my money on something that is awful. <laughs> that you do not enjoy. Yes. So the the basic um, card set that you get, how much? How much is that? Is it twenty or forty bucks? Or so the master set came out in '04, and it was probably. Forty dollars. The first master set, maybe and the, and what's in the first master set? Don't don't quote me on that. No worries. Um, it uh, came with a bunch of big tile pieces. Okay. And uh, to ha- make the map. Yes, to make the map, and it came with the rule book, and it came with one set of dice, and uh, it came with probably twenty characters. And twenty characters, sort yes. of, sort sort of like when you buy a um, but but better because when you buy a um a. A, a starter pack of, of magic cards and granted i believe they're only like seven i mean then it might be 20 bucks but but they give you characters they give you a small map yes of, or enough to make a small map yes and one set of dice so that you can play yes uh, that's not bad and it might be 40 bucks right <clears throat> so then after they came up with the master set then they came up with the the expansions or the little add-on booster pack guys sure which were about $15 each okay and they they had either a couple of squad characters which a squad is like three or this like this card has uh four guys oh so it it's actually its own team as on one card right it's a squad right the axe grinders of burning forge squad yes uh all right they're dwarves, they're a common squad, they're fighters, they're fearless, and they're small. Small three, what does that mean? So that's their height. Oh. So some characters... Are super tall. Uh, some summer. characters are tall, and that uh, you have to physically be able to fit into spaces that you want to move into. So there's like doorways, and there's overhangs that you can build. So if a character is too tall, or if it doesn't physically fit, you can't actually have that character walk through that Oh, interesting. Area. So then there's other rules like... Um, a character can't climb up terrain that's taller than itself. 
Okay. Or something. Even though in like a, a, a Louis L'Amour novel, uh-huh. when the guy's trapped in a box canyon, and he always is, uh-huh. uh, he usually takes his fist, jumps as high as he can, and jams it into the side <laughs> of the box canyon, and then muscles his way up uh-huh. like some sort of crazy, uh, like like he has a, cli- a rock climbing uh, equipment, but he only uses his fist. Yes. Um, okay. So there are uh, large characters, there's small characters, there's medium-sized characters. Okay. And... Some of the character's special abilities depend on the character size. You just have to read the card and see uh, what uh, what that character can do. Like there's there's one uh, sort of Norse giant named Jotun, and he can throw small or medium characters, I believe, <laughs> a, some number of tiles away from him, and then they take damage. Um, but he can he can move them like up a up a hill if he needs to. Yes. Or is he throwing them? Is he using that power for good and for evil? So it doesn't say whether the guy that is being thrown yes. is an is an enemy or a friend. So one trick I've used is that if uh, I need to get somebody into a castle, I walk up a small character and then I walk Jotun up next to him and then I have Jotun throw the character over the wall. <laughs> And, and open the door. And and get into the castle. Right. And then but take some damage when they land. Um yes. Okay. Possibly. Possibly. I think so. Okay. Now um here's here's the fancy part that, that a lot of people really like about HeroScape is that the characters are already finished. Oh, you there there's uh You don't have to paint them. You don't have to paint them. Look how big this this thing Yes. It's like that's a two-tile uh, dragon. That's a two-tile dragon, all right. That one's named Nilfheim. Hello, Nilfheim. Nice uh, to meet you. Nilf with an N. Nilfheim. Okay. And uh, let's see. I brought... Uh, Justin, have you put your initial on the bottom of these so your brother doesn't steal them? Yes. There you go. Yes. You're so not wrong. He, he has his <laughs> initial on his, and I have my initial on mine. Right, because you're like, uh, I got these. And so each character you can you can buy, do they come where you can just get them, or do, you, or do they come in those packages where you don't know what you're buying? The, they come in packages where you do know what you're buying. Okay. Everything is visible. There are no secret... Uh, right, you're not. There's you're not no, going. Well, I hope I get. Yeah, it's not a blind purchase thing like some. I think Hero Clicks. Yeah, we'll often a, do that. Yeah, yeah. So these are just some examples of characters that. Uh, who, I thought who is this stormtrooper uh, puff puff dude? So that is a. Uh, what's his? I think I think he's called an Omicron sniper. Omicron sniper. And uh, I've mastered that because (laughs) because of the way he's standing, I call him the dancing one because he looks like he's dancing. (laughs) All right. And uh, let's see. So here are. But he's a normal sized one hex kind of character. Right. You have a lot of big characters. Yes. So so dragons are very impressive. So I brought some dragons. Right. Right. It's always nice. Um. Oh, you got a you got a Hulk. The Hulk has some amazing muscles. Oh yeah, nice uh, sculpting. Yes. Um, let's see. And Thanos, for some reason, this guy than has the Hulk. this guy has some amazing wings. He really um, does. Super tall. Yes. Nice sword, buddy. That is. Con- and hair. Concan. Concan. Yes. So the so basically, they Heroescape is a lot of popular culture characters. 
and then they sort of adjust them so that they're not copyright infringing. Um, <laughs> Shrewd. Unless they have the license for them, like Marvel. Right. Or they do... But for the most part, they don't, so they just create sort of comparable characters. Right. So there's um, there's characters from The Matrix. They're... Um, really? What are they called? There's some kind of a- Krav Maga agents. Ah. And so they look like Agent Smith. And then there's uh, Master Carr, who is the Morpheus character. Okay. Um, there are ninjas. There sure. are samurai. Iron Giant over here? What's this? So that guy is uh, a robot. Yeah, he is. Um, <laughs> but it, is this tiny thing his head, or is his head sunken in? Uh, I think the head is on the front. It's sunken the, in. Yeah. It's this, it's, yeah. He's got he's good big shoulder pads, you guys. Yeah. So Because that's what you want on a robot. <laughs> yes. So the funny thing about that one and this one, mm-hmm. there are uh, some errors that they made. When, Uh-oh. They, when they made these characters. And so... Uh, these this one says I probably 9,000, but it looks like it actually says boo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's a Death Walker. Death Walker? Yeah. Death Walker 9,000. Yeah, it is. And Death Walker 9,000. Let me see if it's... And it's got a gun with, uh, with I take it these are, the, this is a bullet, that, a row of bullets. That is a machine gun. Yep. And they they don't articulate or, or at all. Nope, nope. They're they're solid. Yes. Um, I'm looking for the character card. Anyways, there's Deathwalker eight thousand and Deathwalker nine thousand. And if you look at the character card, one of them has an explosion blast special attack. Yeah. And the other one has a machine gun special attack. Yep. Where he attacks somebody and attacks somebody else, attacks somebody else. So on the card, if I could find the card. Right. Um, they show. The guy with the explosion blast special attack um, is actually the character with the machine gun. And the guy with the Uh, machine gun special attack is the guy with the big missile on his arm. And uh, how do you reconcile that? Do you just go, I'm using the one with the word 9,000 on it, even though he's got the wrong accoutrements? Well, because they, they put all the graphics for the, the character are all consistent. Mm -hmm. It's that the, the, the description of the special uh, attack is just wrong. So I just go by, I go ahead and misuse. You, uh, oh, you go by the guy instead of the card? Yeah. Good. Actually, well, well, it I, makes more fun. Well, I go, so the guy with the machine gun, I yep. say he's got the blast special attack because it's on the card. Yep. And so he does his explosion blast special attack. And the guy with the missile has the rapid fire special attack. And oh, okay. So I just go by the card. So you, don't, you haven't decided to repaint the 8,000 with a 9,000 no. and the 9,000 with an 8,000. No. no. That is a whole new level so, of dork So that would be sort of, I guess, orthodox uh, <laughs> hero scape rules. Mm. Um, so sure you want to fix it. Want to so make it nice. If you want to be a stickler about the rules, you got to be a stickler about the rules. Right. Um, so okay, here we go. Here we go. There, there's the Deathwalker nine thousand card. Okay. Obviously has the machine gun, and his description has the explosion special attack in there. Deathwalker nine thousand. Here's the the crazy thing. Yeah, that's uh, that's the. Nine thousand, but it ju- it says that his it's arranged. Wait, uh, it has the explosion special attack instead of this gun special attack. Right, and this one is the eight thousand. Yes, that has the rapid fire special attack, which is the gun special. Wow. Right, and so Typo. yes, <laughs> have yes. they have they thought about fixing these or um, because it's I I'm, I'm gonna guess 
that someone's pointed this out on the internet. Yes, somebody. <laughs> you may you may have heard people like to point out things. So, um, actually, you've made an error, and uh, but super. So they haven't just reprinted? Nope. They They're just like, said, yep, you'll figure it out. We did it that way. It's canon. <laughs> oh, fair enough. All right. <laughs> Are they brothers? Um, robots? Are they related in any way, shape, or form? Are there backstories for these things? So, so there are groups of characters, um, and they, they all have their own special symbol. So this symbol is the... Uh, it looks like kind of a claw with an eagle eye. Yeah. So that is the... Um, oh, what are the names? They because they'll they'll team them up with different um, right. So you can you can uh, does it give them power if if they work together? Sometimes it does. Okay, because um, that would make sense. Like in Marvel Puzzle Quest, if you play with both Iron Fist and Luke Cage, uh, they supplement each other. Uh-huh. They both get a bonus. Same with uh, if you play with more than one Guardian of the Galaxy. <laughs> so uh, there's MCU team. Yes. yes. So there's. Um, sort of enhancements that um, if you have a particular hero card and you have a particular squad card, Mm -hmm. that there is, like, if you have your order marker on the hero, then he can take a turn with the squad, and then he can take a turn himself. So it's like... Oh, double. Double, yes. So there are only certain guys that that works with. Um, Right. So there's, um, like, the the bad guys, basically, are... um, yeah. I think these are the Right, right. So so on the cards do they do their alignment, chaotic, good, evil, any of that? Right. So there's uh on these Deathwalkers, they're a For- Soulborg type. It's a unique hero. It's a Deathwalker, he's precise, large seven. Um and so it's it's basically even uh further detail kind of rules will say if there is a this type of character next to uh that type of character then do this or do that oh, okay or so. so there are directions if you're in like if you're in the neighborhood with a character that um that has more backstory so so this thing's been around for 12 years yes so they're constantly creating new characters and new maps or no well, uh, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert! <laughs> it was it was discontinued. Oh, no! Yes, it was discontinued in 2010. Oh, that'll hurt you. Yeah, yeah. It was not, not cool. Uh, so they started in 2004. They stopped in 2010 after Wizards of the Coast released their D&D expansions. Um, and so now they're just like, there's the Heroescape community that still exists and you so you guys are all playing with stuff from 2010. Yes. So so you can buy, like, originally, either these characters came in a master set, or they came in this expansion or that expansion, or some of them, actually about four characters were released specially at Gen Con, oh. which you had to go to the Gen Con to get the character. Sure. And those are... Very collectible. Poor thing. You got to go to Gen Con. <laughs> yes. I, I love Gen Con. I really do. Yes. It's a. So there were, um, they're actually not, you're not totally out of luck because the characters they released are just repaints of oh. other characters. Okay. So there's um, a knight that was released at Gen Con that was, you take this standard knight character and you paint him black because he's, he's mean. He's a bit, he's a evil knight. <laughs> and then there's a, uh, there's a. Do you have dupes of some of these characters? You can, if yeah. you want. I I got just one of each. One of each. I don't have dupes of any. Do you have all of them? I to don't have. So they released some at Gen Con, and then near the end of the run, they released an expansion with 
a bunch of Gen Con exclusives that used to be just Gen Con exclusive. And they said, hey, everybody, everybody can have these guys. Oh, good. So um, uh, let's see. There was um, there's a couple of unreleased characters that they actually made the... They made the characters, and then they decided after playtesting that, no, they didn't want to release it. So those guys are uh, the Redcoats. Okay. There's a, there's a group of uh, American revolutionary soldiers, and they're sort of blue and white. <laughs> yes! And then they released Redcoats, and they did, I guess they decided to not release the Redcoat guys. Cause of, I don't what? Know. Yeah. It's, um, I love the fact that you know there is a giant snow monster right there. Yes. Um, and then... Uh, he's going to fight some revolutionary war guys with some blunderbusses. Yes. Or whatever. Yes. And uh, Or the giant ice monster teams up with the Hulk, and they go in with their uh, Le Femme Nikita characters. Exactly. Now, how... These are... Uh, I love the fact that... Um, that it, that it, you can mix genres. Some yes. people don't like that. They like to stick... Um, there, Andy, for example, was talking about how he doesn't think that the Star Wars Hot Wheel character cars would <laughs> hang out with um, the Looney Tunes character yeah. cars. Yeah. And I do. I uh-huh. think that they that Bugs Bunny would love to meet Anakin Skywalker and see if he could <laughs> keep him on the light. Yes. Um, so I like the fact that the La Femme Nikita character could meet uh, an orc. Yep. Um, so it's sort of like a big mashup of all... Of all pop culture. All the genres, yes. Can, can your character, like this ice guy, could he be on both rock and snow? Yes. Because he's so big? Yes. And okay. I believe that he, he could, I'd have to check the character card, but he probably doesn't take any uh, reduction in, in movement when he steps onto snow, so he could run away faster than somebody could chase him. Oh, I bet. On snow. Um, so, it, it, I mean, it just depends. I mean, so, so many cards can here. you buy new, uh, I mean, everything's discontinued, right, from right. 2010. Yep. So to get stuff, you'd have to go to eBay, you'd have to go, uh, you'd have to just find stuff from private collectors, kind of. Well, there are online board game stores that just sell each individual character with their character card, and you can just buy, like, 50 Thanoses if you wanted to, and you could just have an army full of Thanoses. Or <laughs> you could... Uh, I kind of love the idea of just having... <laughs> yeah, I'm just having all Thanoses. <laughs> have all Thanoses, and I'm going to have one Iron Man, and the it's over in one round. Exactly. And uh, so, yeah, there's um, one thing that... Um, other than the fact that all the characters are done and they're all painted and they look awesome. Yeah. Um, the thing that got me was that um, there are, so there's samurai characters. Right. And one of the samurai abilities is that if you walk up to, if you get right up next to the samurai and you attack him, if you don't have enough attack compared to his defense, like if he rolls more shields mm-hmm. than you ro- rolled attack skulls, then those shields actually damage you Oh. So if he has... Because he's a melee guy and he hits you with your own shield, uh, essentially. Some, some, something like that, but there's... Um, Why are you hitting yourself? Why yeah. are you hitting yourself? Bam, bam, bam. <laughs> yeah. So so because the, the dice have two shields and mm-hmm. three skulls, it's kind of hard to figure out, well, should I walk up next to the samurai? Do I have enough attack? Right. And is he going to... Uh, roll so many shields that I get damaged right. by this attack. So, um, so that's what you think that like if if you are this guy, which is sort of a, a knight, 
um, with a giant scimitar. Yeah. And you're like, I want to go and, and fight somebody. So he's, you're going to walk up to somebody and you see it's a ninja. Yeah. You might think, I wonder if I have a ranged attack guy that I could use instead. Right. So ranged attack guys like the Nikita agents, they can just shoot and they don't, they don't have this problem. They don't, right. it's only guys that walk up next to the samurai that, um, that it's, uh, what's it called? Who's, um, like this guy with his giant, uh, very imposing looking sword looks mm-hmm. like he's a melee guy too right yes is um so if you are do the do the cards mostly have either ranged or up close uh yes okay but if you're if you're if you have a gun and you have a ranged attack if you're right next to the guy it's a melee attack oh, okay so even if it's a gun if you're right next to the other person. Like if she just walks up to the ninja and goes bang, bang, bang yes. right into him. <laughs> yes. Uh, and um, that is there, you know, and here's the next question is, is there much role playing while you, while you do it? Is there a fair amount of shit talking? I guess is what I'm looking for. There, there is a lot of metagame uh, shit talking. There's, okay. That's a lot of the fun of the game is making fun of your opponent. <laughs> um, and so if, uh, you can you can role play. You can make up your own storylines, whatever you want. But they're all all the characters are built for you, and they're all basically done, ready to go. Yeah, um, they really are, and they're some of them are better painted than others. But uh, but like some of these are all of the dragons look really great. These yeah. robots look really cool. Uh, I would I would literally say that this Thanos is kind of lame, but I just wish he were bigger. Well, and, I think and, Thanos is lame. And uh, exactly, <laughs> Thanos, get your shit together. And uh, why why Thanos. is such a grump? Yeah, uh, yeah, but uh, but these are really cool looking uh, characters. Yeah, can you get more more? Can you get more map spaces? Like how, how like this is what uh, four. 8, 10, 12, 14, 16. This is 16 pieces. Yes. Um, how big is a, is, a, is a normal map? I mean, you're going to want at least like 20 or 30 pieces, right? A normal map could be about half of this table okay. that we're at, or it could be the entire table, yeah. or there are pictures online of just huge, like Thousands people of- putting just giant maps, like at, at Comic-Con, they have um, some Comic-Cons, some places, they have... Right. Playrooms where people just put together giant, huge maps, which would take hours and hours to walk your character up to the Other. opponent's characters. <laughs> um, so I'm not sure how the play goes, but right. uh, there's you can have huge, giant maps with this game. Right, but w- when you play with your brother or whoever you're playing with, <laughs> is it? Do you try to make it a reasonable size so that you can get up to them and beat the heck out of them? Yes. Some, that- sometimes you make the map so small that basically there's almost no empty spaces and your guys are right next to their guys almost immediately. Right. And part of, um, one of the rules is that if you're next to an opponent, you can walk up to them just fine, but if you want to walk away from them, you are going to take a leaving engagement attack. Ah, uh, attack of opportunity. Yes, because you're leaving, they get to roll one dice, one die, and uh, see if they attack you as you're walking away. Now, to see if they attack you, that mm-hmm. is not the... Um, so if I roll and I, and I, have, I get the red, yep. that means that, yeah, I get to hit you. Now, now do you go back to the card and do the numbers nope. again? Nope, because when you walk away, they, they attack you and you are defenseless. Okay. Because you chose to leave, they get to attack you, stab you in the back, shoot you in the back, <laughs> or punch you in the back. Right, right. They get to they get to pummel you as you run away. Yes. And do you get your full attack dice? 
Or do you just get this one die? No, it's it's just one. Leaf. Okay, so yep. as they leave, you're like, "Hey, hey!" Yeah, you walked away. You walked away from me. You rolled. walked away from me. I'm going to throw this at you, yes. or whatever. I'm going to hit you right in the back of the head. Yes. And then they take either one hit, or if it's a shield, they don't take a hit, or if it's a nothing, they don't take a hit. Right. Okay. Very simple. Makes perfect sense. Um, yeah. So so. The thing that, because um, I'm kind of uh, a math nerd, is that the, yeah. the thing that intrigued me was that, well, is it a smart idea for me to walk up to the samurai and attack him? If I have four attack dice and he has four defense dice, mm-hmm. well, there's a, basically a three out of six chance that I'm going to get a skull, but there is only a two out of six for him to defend. So obviously four attack is better than four defense. Right. But is four attack better than five defense? Mm. Is four attack better than six defense? When do the odds not make sense? Yes. I see. So it's basically, since there are three skulls on a die, the probability is one half that you're going to get one of those skulls. And on a defense die, or if you're rolling for defense, it's... A third, Two out of six, so it's a third. So the... If you roll like a million times for attack dice, the average is going to be two. Okay. You're, you're, it's basically the probability that a skull is going to come up times the number of dice. Right. So if you got eight dice, you've got half probability for each dice, then the average is going to be four. Right. So his defense roll is a third times the number of defense dice that he rolls. Okay. So if he's got six defense dice... Six divided by three is two, so his average is going to be two two shields. So if I have four attack dice and he has six defense dice, then those are about evenly matched. Right. So he's going to come up with extra shields about as often as I have. Are extra you doing skulls. this math in your head, or you at, at as you're as you're playing, or do you have it pretty well memorized at this juncture? That would be on the fly, trying to figure out. You right. know, do I have enough attack dice to attack him, or? You could just not walk up next to a samurai and just <laughs> shoot. and shoot them from afar. Yes. Uh, so you set up the map, and the, the map is set up. And you do you set up your characters on the on the perimeters, on the on the furthest parts from each other, and then just sort of march towards each other. And usually, yes. And now, if let's say your character is the Silver Surfer, mm-hmm. he has flight. It just means that his um, his movement is more right. He's uh, Silver Surfer has a move of six, and he has stealth flying, which means uh, when counting spaces for Silver Surfer's movement, ignore elevations. Silver Surfer may fly over water without stopping, pass over figures without becoming engaged, and fly over obstacles such as ruins. When Silver Surfer starts to fly, if he is engaged, he will not take any leaving engagement attacks. Oh, okay. So he can just poof, I'm going to go. And you can't... You, do, you, you don't you don't get an attack of opportunity. You right. don't you don't get to throw something out of right. as he leaves. But that but that's specific to that character. Right. Some of them have like stealth walking. Like a ninja can walk up to you, attack you, walk away, and you won't <laughs> you won't be able to do a leaving engagement. Why? Because it's a ninja. That's yes. why. Yeah. Now these these dragons all have wings. Yes. Uh, if it's a field of lava, mm-hmm. and the dragon. It, it, if they fly over it, their movement is, let's say their movement is six, mm-hmm. they're flying over it, the lava would not affect them, correct? Right. Okay. So. But they. But at the end of that, you, you if count If they up, land. You count up one, two, three, four, five, six, and you have to put them down. So if it's a lava field tile, you can 
move, and then on the next turn you can move them again. On the next turn you can move them again. If you uh, if you have all your order markers on that card, you can uh, basically hop and hop and hop. And if he's not on the lava field tile at the end of the round, then he's fine. Um, Wait, is there the difference between uh, the movement? When does the round end? So each person has these order markers. Okay. And they have numbers one, two, three, and then they have an X. And they're designed so that you have the order markers facing you, but nobody else knows which order are on, are on what yeah. <laughs> are on what cards. So I can say, well, I'd like oh. to use my ninja first and my samurai second and my robot third, and then the X is sort of a decoy so that somebody may think, well, he's gonna, he's definitely going to use that guy to attack, but that's the guy with the X, so he doesn't attack this round. Or if you want to be... And you reset those every round? Right. Okay. Right. So it goes, everybody does, does their first order marker characters, then everybody does their second order marker characters, everybody does their third, and then the round starts over again, and you re-roll for initiative with the D20... Okay. To figure out who starts the and, next round. Yeah. Okay. So so when it gets down to like you only have one character, all of your order markers are on that character, and then it's kind of obvious which one you're going to be moving and attacking <laughs> with. And you can choose not to move if you okay. don't want to move. You can choose not to attack if you don't want to attack. There's nothing that. Do you do you regain health if you don't if you set out a turn? You don't regain health that way. Okay. And actually, most of the characters in the game just have one life. So that if they get hit, they're dead. Right. Um, the characters with more than one life, uh, there are a couple of healing characters that will, their special ability is to heal somebody next to them or somebody within so many spaces. And so you have your healing character sort of like, you know, you would have in a, uh, in a game like World of Warcraft where yeah. you have your tank character and you have your attack character and you have a healing character and you have whatever. There are only, I think, two characters that can heal in mm -hmm. this game, and they're basically useless otherwise. They just, their special ability is that they heal, and so you have <laughs> your guy with whatever, five lives, and then you have a healer right next to him, and so that he takes some damage, and you heal him, and then he takes more damage, and you heal him. And okay, more so that's his job. Yeah. Uh, did you ever read uh, The Great Lakes Avengers? I have uh, not. No. Great Lakes Avengers is a the lame Milwaukee-based Avengers team, <laughs> uh -huh. and Squirrel Girl is a is is the famous member of uh, obviously of the Great Lakes. Of course, she, she's the breakout star. <laughs> and uh, but there is um, a guy named Mister Immortality, and his only power is that he is immortal. He has no strength. <laughs> he has no skills. He literally, you cannot kill him. Uh -huh. So I want to write a comic book where he is doing a corporate, uh, where he has been hired essentially as a witness uh -huh. on like ground zero of things that blow up, uh -huh. of, of oh, you're stealing um, secrets. And they're like, well, we're going to kill you. And then he wakes up and goes, well, it was Bill. And... Uh, <laughs> It's just because I think that that's his that's his money gig. Is Mister Immortality's money gig would be his him doing corporate espionage. And I, I would read that comic book. Uh, I uh, my my thing is I would have to write that comic book. But so far we've just heard the story and it was fun that way too. Okay, so um, this actually looks like a really fun game. So what? Uh, how long does it take to play? I mean, depending like a normal. A normal game probably takes an, an hour. hour to two hours. Mm -hmm. um, 
the bigger the maps you have, the more characters you have, it can take two, three, four hours. Right. Those are kind of... Do you ever just play versus like one-on-one? Like, uh-huh. And do you ever randomize it and just go, pick one, and then bam, you got to be that guy? You you could. I've, I haven't I have done it that way. Oh, but there you go. You could do that that way. Yeah. Sure. Instead, do you have... Do you have do you like to play with a certain number regular? Like you're like, I like to play with this five guys, five team. There are definitely favorites that, uh, you know, I like, I like the Omicron snipers or I like, cause they can, yes, the little, the little dancing guy, the dancing robot um, or, or stormtrooper. Looking there thing. are other characters that have the same, uh, color scheme that are also some kind of, Omicron robot that will help, like if you surround your enemy with these other robots, then it helps that guy. You roll more attack dice if, okay. if the other friendlies are surrounding your opponent. Okay. So it just depends on what the card what the card allows you to do. Yeah. That so you like to play him with, with those other characters. Yes. And like, let's say he... Oh, I just hit the mic. <laughs> uh, if he has uh, if he has 200... Like, hand me a card. It's um, so you, you you're like, well, I play, I play a game, and uh, it's gonna be for five hundred, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, on these cards, you said that they had these these numbers on the bottom, right? The points. The, they're points, and all that those are for is for building the team, essentially, right? Right. Uh, because you're like, well, we're gonna, y- you can come up with as many cards or as many characters up to 500 points. Yes. So you're like, well, I'm gonna be this group, this axe grinder, burning forge group, for 70 points, and then I'm gonna be a, a Nomicron sniper right. for 100 points. That's those guys. Right. And. Um, and then these are the other guys, the Omicron repulsors. Okay. That help, and then there's for 40 points. This other guys, Zetacron. What if there's... He's also a robot. And you get as close to 500 as you can. Right. Without going over. Right. And you're like, well, there's 10 points I'm not using. Yes. And you're like, well, that's your that's your set sack. Then uh, that would be, you would pick the red ninja. Oh, because there's an extra red ninja because, that's just 10 points? Yes. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. So you is, just have cannon fodder is, is what I'm... <laughs> Izumi, the red ninja? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's there's a couple of guys, their they're go-to characters, if you only have 30 points... Or if you only have 10 points, I don't think there's a five-point character, but I'm sure somebody's going to say, um, actually. Um, actually there is. Because this Death Chasers of Thesk um, is a 55-point character. Uh-huh. And so there is a need for a five-point character, yeah, some of them, Yeah, some of them end with a five, but they're usually either uh, even numbers or they... Yeah, because yeah. it looks like they're mostly even numbers yeah. in, in increments of 10. What's the most powerful character you have, if I might? Like, what's the most expensive character? Um, I think Thanos is the most expensive. And and he cost, like, 300 points just by himself to have him as a character? Um, where are those? Are they the Marvels? I, uh, I don't actually... You had them, they were separate. Yeah. Are they up, up there? They might be. Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, I think... Th- Thanos or Abomination or I'm not yeah, sure. but it's like that, and they're and they're yeah. and they end up tend to, to be more than. Well, so what I the the dragons are more expensive than the normal size characters, right? Because they're two hex worth. Yeah, so they're they're naturally going to be more expensive. And when I started playing the game, I thought, well, I'm just going to get an army of dragons because that's awesome. <laughs> yes. And so I said, let me get lots of dragons, and I used up all my points on dragons. And so you could have just two or three dragons and the other guy has 
I don't know, five squads. And so each squad has three or four guys. So the other guy has like 15 or 20 right. individual characters and you have your three dragons. You're like, ah, these dragons are so awesome. The dragons usually get killed. Right. Well, because the thing is, is you can't use your, your placard, your your order things. Because if you only have three dragons, you're like, oh, it's pretty obvious what, uh, yeah. what you're going to be fighting with. Yeah. Because w- when you put it in order that, and, and if you're attacking, you... You want to attack the one that's going to... What's the advantage of knowing who's going to attack first? Um, it seems obvious, but I can't think of why. <laughs> so so the reason that the order markers conceal the order from other people is because you want to think... You want to make the other person think that you're going to attack with somebody that you're not going to attack with or that you're uh, not going to attack with somebody that they think you will attack with. Um, it's... And actually, when I started playing the game, I thought the order marker thing was stupid, so I didn't use it. And so it's just whatever character I wanted to use is whatever character I used. Um, But when you use order markers, you're restricted to, like, if you have a squad with three characters and two of those characters die. Mm -hmm. Like, if if you want to use that well, if two of what's them, left of the squad, yeah, if two of them are dead, you can only use one. But if you want to actually use them, you want to have an order marker on that so you can use the last remaining character. But if he dies before you flip his order marker over, you just basically wasted one of those order markers. Okay. So you have an order marker on a dead squad. Yeah. And so it's well, you can't use it because they're all dead. So you want to make sure if you know if you think. Some guys are in peril. You want to use them before they all die. So okay, yeah, yeah, and and if if it has an X, you can't use them that turn. So if it has an X, that's the dummy or that's the decoy right. marker. So that's just it's but one that you do don't you, intend on using, but you want to make the other guy think you're going to use them. Right, and can you use them with the one with the X? No. Okay. Yeah. And so when you're deciding, when you're looking at your order markers, and you mm-hmm. say, "Hmm, which one am I going to put? The one and the two and the three? You may place the X order marker first, and then your opponent thinks, well, he placed that order marker first, so that must be the number one. Right. But maybe it's not. I see. Okay. So it's just it's sort of a... Uh, uh, it, it's just a tricky thing to do, but you can't use the one that you put the X on on that round on right. purpose because it is literally, literally just a decoy. Yes. And, um, well, that's fascinating. You should know that we're at an hour. Amazing. Uh, kind of hilariously, because uh, I have at least three more questions. But let me just do this. Is So if someone wanted to get into it now, mm-hmm. would it be kind of expensive? Um, since they're not making any new ones, uh, it's probably they're probably more expensive now yeah. than they used to be. Um, but it's I, don't, I wouldn't say it's like prohibitively expensive. Right. If you want to get one of everything, it's going to cost a lot of money. But right. just because... It cost a lot of money to do in the first place, right? Um, so, I mean, it's it's probably possible to do that, yeah. right? And or you could join with friends and and kind of uh, everybody could buy different parts of it, and you could create yeah. a, a. And there are people there are people in the HeroScape community that make their own characters. Oh, okay. With with three D printing now, you can design your own character, print it up, make your own. They make blank character cards yeah, that you can yeah. just write your own stats on. And you could just Ho-ho. create your own guys. Well, that is an entirely different episode of The Dork Forest. <laughs> Justin Herman, this has been fascinating. I have always wanted to know about this and because um, I've heard of it, but it looks really fun and really cool. Yeah. Thanks for doing the show. Thanks for having me. Let's do Justin Herman. It is underscore J underscore Herman, H-E-R-R-M-A-N-N. 
last underscore. Uh, you were collecting underscores. You're <laughs> obviously on Twitter. Yes. Uh, and that's just on Twitter, right? That's just on. That's the only. That's that. That's your social. Right. That's your social media pr- presence. Yes. That people uh, can go. Hey, I want a three D printer. Yeah. Anyway, thank you for doing the show. Yeah. And Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat. My hat. My hat. They're dancing around my hat, my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?